Welcome to Otani Comes to America, a show about the baseball sensation Shohei Otani. I'm your host, Kev. And I'm Jack. Today we're back with some more updates and matchups of Otani. Yeah, so it's been about a month since our last episode, mm-hmm. or exactly a month. We I'm didn't not. plan that, but it just so happened that this past weekend, the long-anticipated matchup of Otani versus Kikuchi happened. Kikuchi. <laughs> you say Kikuchi, I say Otani. He took the L this week, <laughs> or this matchup at least. It was pretty brutal. No, yeah, like for him to the embarrassing point. Yeah, and that is Kikuchi we're talking about. Otani doesn't get embarrassed. <laughs> um, he did so well that he actually flexed his muscles twice. Twice. <laughs> Trout was literally like, yo, I've never seen him do that before. <laughs> he was so excited. Straight bully mode, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Show him who the big boss was in Japan, you know? So, yeah, I guess we can get started with that. They go way back yeah, to the island. <laughs> yeah, they're from the same place in Japan, same high school, even though they weren't teammates. That's weird, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the same high school. Yeah, that's crazy. I played together. Nah, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kikuchi is 27. Otani is 24. So most Japan players don't come over to the MLB until later. And this is Kikuchi's first season in the MLB. And that was actually like part of the whole, not drama, but part of the reason why Otani coming when he did was such a big deal because he forfeited money by if you're an international player under the age of 25 you can only sign for the league minimum salary so I'm sure that's part of the reason why Kikuchi waited to come over to I feel like we talked about it before briefly where like it could be smart or dumb because you are giving away prime years and possibly getting a bigger contract later on. Or you wait, or you're getting older, but it's to get paid all at once. You know, it's a toss-up. For Kikuchi, who's a great pitcher, like one of the best in Japan, but would you say or would you put him like in the same conversation as like the great Japanese pitchers that have come? You know, like the Yu Darvish, Daisuke Matsusaka... Hideo Nomo, I wouldn't say he's quite at that level to get paid like maybe he wanted to. He was definitely a hyped up international player, but it was more so like he was at the top of the tier for the moment, but not as hyped up as Otani or any of those pitchers. No, yeah, like don't get me wrong. He's supposed to be pretty good, but he's one of those like he signed and I wasn't mad like, oh, damn, my team should have got him. I was just like, oh, cool. He's in the U.S. now. Like, right. I'd like to see him play. But the craze wasn't there. But nonetheless, we were waiting for this matchup. I think it's worth noting, too, that Kikuchi came to the same team at the same age as the god Ichiro Suzuki at age 27. Damn. So that means he's going to get MVP this year. <laughs> That's crazy. You never know. Like, that would be wild, although the Mariners... Are doing terrible after a hot start in April. Yeah, he'll have to throw like 20 consecutive <laughs> no-run earning games from here on out. And the overlap, too, is 
pretty interesting among all these players because even at their high school, we were mentioning how they were never teammates, mm. which was because Kikuchi graduated the year before Otani began high school. But Otani actually got the number 17 jersey in high school from Kikuchi. And Otani still wears that number to this day. See, now that's phony behavior. <laughs> like, why are you flexing at the homie then? If you were looking up to him back in the day. He literally know? said, oh, I admired him. And I'm sure he'll still say that because he's super polite. But yeah, it's that friendly beef, you know. If it was Bumgarner, he would have gotten thrown at his head the next <laughs> at bat. Well, the first pitch in the game was up and inside, and people were like, oh, shit. Otani even had to, like, get out the box a bit, take a step back. That was Kikuchi just saying, like, hey, I'm still in control here. Yeah. You're my son. <laughs> and then Otani sunned him. Yeah. They were originally supposed to face off at the end of May, but Angel's coach, Brad Osmus, benched Otani, even though he's been hitting against left-handed pitchers all season after not really doing so a lot last year. But this year, when he's come in at the start of May, he's been hitting against lefties all the time. So it seemed kind of weird that he benched him. And he said it was like, oh, just to get him some rest. But dude, are you not aware of the whole situation? Yeah, I, I don't get why they didn't do it. It's not like Otani's pitching. We do get they're being conservative with him still, but give it to the fans. Right. I guess it did build up the hype a little bit. And there was 80 reporters at the stadium for this, so the hype was definitely real with the media especially. Like 80 Japanese reporters? Well, it said from both sides, so it was like a mix, but still. Yeah, it's a lot. Because I think the Yankees get like 30, 40. And that's the Yankees. And that's the top of the top in sports type yeah also part of the reason why osmus benched him or didn't have as much problem with benching him was because the angels and mariners are in the same division so i mean besides that game at the end of may they were gonna have a lot of chances to play each other and only took like a week and a half for the next time to come around so it was pretty fast which isn't unusual because teams in the division play each other often, but still. Pretty much teams play each other, I believe, is 19 times if you're in the same division. So there is a lot of a chance for them to face each other. They could just miss each other, like if Kukuchi just played the series before or something. But over the years, this, this is something we're going to see a lot if they both stay healthy. Hopefully next year, we'll also see just pitching versus pitching when Otani is back on the mound. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. And I mean, the stakes aren't super high. The Angels and Mariners are both at the bottom of the <laughs> AOS right now. <laughs> yeah. But they're still realistically in wild card contention. Not that I think either will make it, but mm -mm. we can get into that later. If the Angels and Mariners were both actual playoff contenders... That matchup would be so real, like, every year, but... Yeah, like, if the Astros had several injuries... Oh, wait. <laughs> they do. Damn, that don't matter, yo. <laughs> Angels and Mariners are just ass, and the Astros are too good. 
Mariners started off hot, but not no more. But yeah, so Kikuchi and Otani had faced off a couple times in Japan, but obviously it's a much bigger deal on American soil in an MLB game. So let's get into the at-bats. This is where it gets ugly for Kikuchi. I mean, we mentioned with the first pitch on the first at-bat that Kikuchi threw it kind of up and in, a little dangerous in hitting Otani in the face, but wasn't like too close. Like it was more of a warning whether mm-hmm. it was on purpose or not. Although we all know it was definitely on purpose. It was one of those, yeah, sorry, not sorry. You right. know? <laughs> so then Otani grounded to the right side of the infield, beat out a close play which was closer than it should have been, but Otani was racing down the line. Hey, don't forget, if you're a true listener from last season, call him Mr. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Because the boy could run. Yeah. He has above average speed, and he's showing it off right here. And I think he had, like, extra grease on those wheels, you know? Even Osmus said he noticed extra motivation in Otani that whole night. So they got three runs that inning, kind of rattling Kikuchi right away. Like, he was almost out of the inning. And if they had beat Otani out on that throw, he would have been clean with no runs. His next time up in the second inning, Otani didn't really do much, but he did move up the runner. So he did his job. And it was on the first pitch, too, which I mentioned because Japanese fans and reporters are supposedly really into the whole pitch-by-pitch matchup of these situations Mm. and i'm sure they were really studying every pitch and all that in the second and third mariners tack on a run in each inning so it's three to two until the bottom of the fourth this is when they embarrass kikuchi right here so first up we got arguably the all-star of the angel season right now yeah i mean obviously trout but this guy's putting up almost the same numbers as Trout. They gotta love him. Tommy Lastella, aka Tommy Lastellar. Wow. First up in that inning, bottom of the fourth, first pitch, boom, hits a dinger. Fucking laser, too. And that was his 14th of the year, only a few behind Trout, so he's had a hot bat, and we'll get more into him later. But then Trout was up next. I don't know. What do you think happened? Boom. Another bomb. Chow takes it to left field. Yeah. Pulls it. And in the footage of Trout hitting that, you can see Otani practicing in the on-deck circle his timing of like when the pitch is coming in. And he must have figured out the exact science, you know, like that math meme of Zach Galifianakis. Mm -hmm. Because next time, first pitch, he comes up. Boom. It's gone. Back to back to back. Home runs. Off Kikuchi. And it could have been four, but he walked Pujols intentionally next. But regardless, like, just crazy. I mean, if Otani had hit one on his own, it would have been embarrassing enough. Right. But for Otani to come after Lestella homeward and Trout homeward all in a row, like, that's... You're not going to forget that the rest of your life. Yeah, back-to-back-to-back to back to back home runs do not happen very often. 
I mean, kind of a good thing for Kikuchi is that how much worse could it get from here? Unless it's in a high-pressure situation, like in the playoffs, where you give up a lot of runs or blow a lead or something. In terms of a regular season game, things aren't going to seem as bad to him as this. Yeah, this is for sure rock bottom. After Otani hit the home run, too, we mentioned how he did the flexing action twice. Once on the way to the dugout, once in the dugout. And he said he actually learned it from Cole Calhoun out in right field. And he said, I want to show I had some pop, too. Wow. And it was also two days after Otani had done a kind of aggressive bat flip after getting a big walk. Yeah, I mean... So going back to like last season, we didn't see much emotion from Otani. I could say I was honestly afraid <laughs> that you were going to get a case of the Kawhi Leonard's. Right, that he'll become the Kawhi Leonard of the MLB. That's not fun. Great player, shout out to Kawhi. But I was afraid that we were going to get a emotionless, swaggerless robot out of Otani. And Especially with his robo-arm. It was just happening before our eyes, but <laughs> the last few games, Otani's been showing that aggression. He has emotions. Do you think that'll lead to him showing that more, or was it just because of this special case? I mean, the bat flip wasn't in the Kikuchi game, so maybe it will start showing more. Yeah, I think, I don't know, something sparked. He's getting comfortable, I think, you know? Yeah. Like, now it's a little bit over a year. Probably watched The Godfather, a bunch of Al Pacino movies. He's just chilling in California now. And yeah, he's feeling the vibes. He's getting comfortable. And we might see more of that after some nice doubles, home runs. We might see him get some pitchers mad, which I'm cool with. I want the celebration, but don't get thrown at your head. We don't need injuries. Yeah. I don't know that Otani's the guy to throw them hands if he has to, you know. He's got a pretty face that he has to take care of, too. <laughs> I don't know if it's made to take punches. So, nah. Let's see how he keeps going with it. Angels end up winning the game 12 to 3. Yeah. That's one of those games the Mariners and Kukuchi are like praying they could forget. But the Angels will probably forever remember it. Yeah. And I mean, on Sunday, the Mariners did beat them 9 to 3, but doesn't really matter because the Kukuchi game was what was important. Hey, hopefully we'll see this face off a couple more times this season. And Otani said after the game, not only was it special for me, it was special for a lot of people, especially in Japan. And I'm glad I came up with good results. And yeah, he's excited for the rest of the matchups. And like we brought up, Kukuchi is a lefty, so there was also that level to it too, which was extra impressive. Because, like we mentioned last season, he didn't hit against a ton of lefties. And now he's getting the hang of it more. A Japanese-born player hadn't homered off of a Japanese-born pitcher since July of 2009. It's like a decade. Yeah, that's insane. Like, I would have thought it happened, but... Yeah. I guess also not many Japanese-born home run hitters out there. There's a lot of pitchers, but not many hitters that are out there, so... Except for Shohei, who's both. And so, I guess let's look at the bigger picture now of Otani's first month back. Because it's been a month since we did the episode about him coming back. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, how do you think he's done? I cannot hate. His batting is there. He's like on it, not striking out all that much. Power is there. I mean, obviously, he's hitting home runs. He's getting doubles. The wheels are there. Literally, the only thing missing is his arm. Not literally. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, once his pitching arm is back and fully healthy, he's there. So, yeah, he's, he's done probably even better than I thought he would. And he's on a bit of a hot streak, too. I mean, the home run that he hit against Kikuchi was the fourth in the last eight games, including that one. Mm-hmm. Sunday, he didn't hit one, but still. And you actually went to a game and saw one of them. Yeah, so the homie, Cody, invited me. He got some tickets last minute. and I'm not going to turn that down. We're actually sitting right by third base. It was pretty cool. Oh, Tani got a hold of one. They were facing the A's. And it was dead center. And it almost looked like Loriano, their center fielder. Dude's a beast. Maybe about the best a... defensive center fielder in the league. That dude is dangerous. His cannon is insane. And he's just on the ball. So when Otani hit it, it almost looked like he was going to catch it. He went to the wall. He even like climbed it, but yeah. just out of his reach. And Yeah, it was pretty awesome. They lost that game, but cool to see the homer. Speaking of the A's, too. They used to have the bash bros of Kenseiko and McGuire. Mm -hmm. And now Trout and Otani are the new West Coast bash bros. Easily. They even homered in the same game three times in the last 10 days. That's a lot. And they're hitting right next to each other. Like we mentioned with the whole back-to-back-to-back thing. You got La Stella up first, then Trout, then Otani, so... That first third of the lineup is pretty scary at the moment. Oh, yeah. We also saw a video that the Angels put up of Trout, Otani, and Calhoun trying food at one of the spots in the stadium. And at least in the video, probably the rest of the time, too, we learned that Trout calls Otani Shotani. This better not stick. One of our (laughs) nicknames better stick. but (laughs) I guess it works, though, Shotani. It seems like a trout nickname. It is. So, so far, in the first month of Otani hitting, he's hitting at a 248 average. That's 28 hits, with six of them being home runs, 22 RBIs, and a 736 OPS. Pretty solid. And that's to date as of after the game on June 9th, 2019. Yeah, so, I mean, bring the average up a little bit, but that comes with time. And there haven't been many pitching, throwing updates, pretty much none at all. The last one I could find was from May 18th, where it said that he had increased throwing to four days a week instead of three. But I think he's just kind of casually keeping that going, and they might not put anything out about it until... There's more of a major development. Yeah, no need to rush it or stress it, especially when they knew for sure that they're not going to make him pitch or even, like, simulate a pitching game this year. So one step at a time. In terms of going forward, besides just hopefully continuing up this hot streak at the moment and keeping that throwing progression going, there was an interesting note from Brad Osmus who said that he wouldn't 
prevent Otani from participating in the Derby if he chose to participate. But I mean, he also said that the team would still have to look at him and see medically if it would work. But I don't know. He said this on (laughs) June 9th and about a month away from the Derby. I don't know if he was just kind of prompted into saying it and he didn't want to anger the Japanese fans anymore. But yeah, we did a whole episode last year on should Otani be in the home run derby. And I think even more so now after the Tommy John, it's like, no. Anywhere near the all-star break, they're taking every bat that has Otani's name and like hiding it from him just so that he doesn't even (laughs) think of even attempting to walk into the field on home run derby day. And in terms of him making the actual all-star team, I think the fact that he came in a month late, plus he's not doing insane, like he's not doing bad, but he's not doing mm-hmm. crazily enough that would merit him making the all-star team. At least in my opinion, I don't think he would or will make it, even though he's a popular player and there is fan voting. But what do you think? With a little hot streak, we could see a good possibility of it happening. So you think if he keeps up this hot streak throughout the rest of June that maybe it would happen? Yeah, and he has the name on him. Like, baseball needs it. But there's, like, another challenge in the way for him. That's Vladdy Jr., who also came up late but could also go on a hot streak. And they almost have similar numbers right now. About six, seven home runs each, hitting about 250, Kind of the only exciting thing to watch on your team. Again, Otani has Trout, but a lot of people follow Otani. If there is a popular vote, you know, there is usually one or two picks that is literally just like, who do the fans want to see out there? He might be battling against the youngest and newer phenom, Vladdy Jr. Let's get to some Angels news overall. Let's start with the positives first. Like we said, Tommy LaStella has been amazing. 15 dingers, 315 average, 39 RBIs, 67 hits, 920 OPS. I mean, he's just been a godsend. No, that dude's like a fan favorite already. Yeah. Like I mentioned, I went to the game with friends, Cody and buddy Justin. Both like diehard Angel fans, they love the dude. Like they want the Angels to like sign him long term. Yeah, good outfield, plays decent, but the bat is there, and that's what they want. And I don't blame them. I would want him to be on my team too. So yeah, yeah, the dude's earning the fans. And a big surprise too. Like we did some predictions and thoughts before the season started, and no one was expecting this. No, yeah, I feel like. The bigger contracts were like Bauer and Cody Allen, but... Matt Harvey. Harvey, who knows, pitched one or two games. (laughs) Allen's been decent, okay, maybe. And Bauer's like in AAA right now, so... I mean, Harvey, we can get to more than negatives in a sec, but Harvey went on the IL at the end of May and is still on there. And he's gone two and four so far. With a 7.5 ERA. Oh, man. So. Yeah. So, yeah, La Stella is easily the best sign of the season for them. And then, aside from him, of course, the GOAT, Mike Trout, 
still doing great. And Trout currently is 296 average, 17 home runs, 42 RBIs, 61 hits, 1.096 OPS, and a bunch of walks, 61 so far. It's like consistent. I'm sure like <laughs> if you look through his baseball reference, like every year, yeah, up to like this date, the numbers will probably be almost the same. The dude's just the best baseball player today. And he hit his 250th home run since we did the last episode, so... I mean, what do you think he'll get to by the end of his career, if you were to guess? Because he's in his eighth full season. He's 27 years old right now. So, I mean, I'm saying it just to say it, but it should be clear. This is obviously if he stays healthy. I can see him playing till 40 easily. Yeah. If he wants. Hitting that 700 is weird, but yeah, he'll easily get to 600. After that like, is... Yeah. That's funny. I was thinking like 650 in my head. I'm thinking thinking like 690, like 680, Damn. like that ballpark, like very close to 700. And then the other last notable thing for positives is that Griffith Canning, the rookie player who we mentioned before, mm-hmm. has been doing pretty well, has a 3.52 ERA, mm-hmm. looking pretty promising. Yeah, the game I went to, it was actually Canning pitching. Gets himself in trouble, but he also gets himself out of trouble. So he would sometimes walk one or two batters, but then he'd strike out the next two, which is probably his biggest problem. He's just throwing way too many pitches, and he's done by the fifth inning. But when he's on, he's on. Like, the dude has the works. Hopefully, he can stay healthy because if the Angels have bad luck with anything, it's pitchers getting injured. Yeah. And, yeah, speaking of injuries, Andrelton Simmons the god in shortstop still injured he's been out since may 20th with an ankle injury but i don't know i don't think he'll be back anytime before the all-star break that's what it seems like which sucks because i mean their defense isn't really a problem but this dude is responsible for like top plays every week and that's fun to see and that's not there right now and in the same game he got injured too otani actually got hit by pitch and they were little worried at the time, but he ended up being fine and playing the next day. Justin Upton, their left fielder, all-star caliber, still also out. Maybe back by the end of the month, but we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> and David Fletcher also might be placed on the IL soon. Like, he's had some shoulder soreness, and he just sat out on Sunday, June 9th, so... And it's crazy. There's starting to be some rumors out there that he might be getting traded soon. The rumors are that the Angels are in talk of trading him. And Fletcher's pretty solid. Young dude and he's I feel like he's part of their team too. Yeah, like yeah, like he's one of the core guys, but when we went to the game, my friends and I were like discussing that and they love the dude but they don't want to see him leave and I don't know. The Angels maybe feel like they could get something out of it. But, again, we'll see about that. And like we mentioned earlier, this is being recorded on June 9th after the Sunday game. And the Angels are 31-35. and 35. That is four games under 500. Pretty typical for them. I feel like they're always <laughs> kind of around that line. Sadly, yeah, it sucks. But, yeah, that makes them 13 and a half games back of the Houston Astros, who are obviously the best team in baseball. At least even, in my opinion, yeah. Even with injuries, like we were saying? No, yeah, they're, it's just their pitching's insane, and everyone could hit on that team. 
and they're still in the wild card race, like we mentioned, but they don't look like a playoff team. Even with people coming back from injuries, I don't see it happening. Oh, yeah, their pitching is not there. Like right now they have Skaggs and Canning, but yeah, they needed Keigel and someone else possibly to yeah. even be in that conversation. But yes, yeah, looking like a, another possible throwaway season for the Angels. It is super early for that, but we've seen this before. Yeah, but at least we got Trout and Otani hitting homers together to look forward to and Listella. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That wraps up for this episode. Like we mentioned last episode, the first season, his rookie year, we did episodes every week. But this year, we're just doing it when there's bigger updates and more stuff to say. Kind of letting things pile up so it's more of a focused episode and what you really need to know. And obviously, this was a big deal with the Kikuchi game and situation. So... Yeah, if something big happens, we'll cover it. Otherwise, we'll probably be back around the All-Star break. Maybe a little after, we'll see what happens with Otani and the Angels. Yeah, all we got to do is hope everyone stays healthy, everyone comes back, and the boy keeps hitting dingers. And congrats again to Otani for getting the W in this first matchup against Kukuchi. Yeah, we have to keep track of that now. So, 1-0, Otani's up.